Blog Talk Radio. Peace to the God. You already know, man. Bohemian wizardry, you fraud them thieves be killing me. The enemy is close, you both lies on our identity. I feel like he who stepped, architect like M. Hotel. Son had the son himself, the guard deadly with the art. I sit dark with a slit heart. You can feel it in your bone marrow before the shit starts. Standing in the cold with a scroll that was written in gold. Behold the old glimpse that was never untold. Infinite like the eight, seven dwelling in your melon. No felon, though the unrighteous say that I'm rebellious. I'm primal, my rhyme suicide. I worship no idols. My style of the gems going down in a spiral. You stuck in your root. My intelligence passed my coup. The God is the truth. Every time I step in the booth, you stepped on the stoop. Got Scoop to swoop in my loop Do the knowledge Whack them seeds Get slayed like blue You wish the sun of the saw A gift from the gods Who rules flying through the sky With golden wings Submerged into the light Naughty by the golden king With the scepter of justice Melanin cultivating She until we are Etherians Finally becoming one With the righteous sun Solar Souls are raw Magnificent glow With unconditional love Scattered rays for days From the heavens above Soul below The souls Trapped in the lowest depths of hell Incarnated into 76 trillion cells To break free We must be refined Masculine and feminine properties combined The devil is the author of confusion 183,000 religions and religions Denominations have co-skills of the ism Though isn't it written in the Bible That Jesus spoke in parables The scriptures and gospels aren't just historical Many passages weren't meant to be taken literal Most of it is allegorical Based on esoteric principles Baptist versus Methodist Pentecostal holiness versus Jehovah Witness Mormons versus Seventh-day Advances Atheists and agnostics, divine and constant tactics of the reptilians, lower fourth dimensional aliens. So beware of the draconian Satanists, though they aim to imprison all true beings through ignorance. So we crush the head of Leviathan, battle my control to build suggestion, brainwashing and domination, using religious politics, education, economics, health and labor, entertainment and war, no sex and law. In this chessboard game called like we've all been pawns, puppets on strings controlled by demonic spawns. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. You can't run with the devil and walk with God. Peace, peace, peace. We are back again. Peace. You are in the building. And you are listening to First of All the Radio, as well as we are streaming from YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook is in the building. So we will get into tonight's discussion. And if you don't know, this is a guy that I've known for some time. And he will be dealing with psychological warfare. That's what we want to be dealing with tonight. Once again, psychological warfare, defense, and the unseen world. 101, y'all. That's what we want to be dealing with tonight. All right. And this is the God. His name is Dr. Derek Pridgen Bay Sr. C-H-L-C, Ph.D. He's an intuitive. You got it? All right. He's an intuitive metaphysician, 
lecturer and trainer. All right. I'm going to bring in my good friend, and hopefully y'all will hear some fantastic information. I know I will. So hit us on up. Give us a call. All right. You know the number, 626-414. Oh, no. 3535. That's it. So come on. 626-414-3535. Hit us up. All right. If you got any questions. Also, you can hit us up on Facebook if you have any questions. All right. So let's get started. Dr. Dick is in the building. Bring you in right now. Come on in. Uh. Peace, peace, peace. Am I clear? Yes, you are clear. Awesome, awesome. Peace, everybody. I want to say peace, Islam, Salam Alaikum, and Shalom Malakim. All right. The reason. Yes. (laughs) I'd like to thank everybody for showing up and listening to this. Uh, This is not going to be too in depth, but it's an introduction into the psychic world and the psychic warfare and defense. Um. I think this is uh, very important for our people today because uh, we are uh, experiencing extreme stress upon the mind and upon the body. And um, what I like to call this is the first necessary martial art is how to control the mind, how to control the mind. Um, Just a little background about myself. Um, for the longest time, for many, many years, um, I was a uh, preacher, minister, pastor. So like a whole lot of people, I was raised in the church. And uh, you might hear some of that evident here uh, across the lines, but don't hold that against me. Um, what I'd like to do first is um, if anybody has a sheet of paper in front of them or can get one, um, it would be great if you can pull that out and a pencil or a pen for a simple activity because we're talking about the mind. And, again, I am an intuitive metaphysician. Um, I do operate uh, or a pen. in the mind. So I, I do operate metaphysician. Um, I do operate. I do operate okay. um, in the. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got our pen. Live and our paper. Okay. Again, I hope I do not insult anyone's intelligence. What I aim to do is start from basic knowledge and then build from there. So, since we are all metaphysicians, um, we want to first go from the basic knowledge first and then work our way up uh, so that we'll understand what we're dealing with when it comes to the mind, uh, when it comes to our psyche, and the things that will attack it, can attack it, and how we should defend ourselves against it. So this is the first of pretty much an introduction um, to psychological warfare and some might say spiritual warfare. So what I would like for you to do is on a sheet of paper, is draw a vertical line from the top to the bottom of the page. 
on the right side, I would like for you to put up to three things that you wish to receive. Up to three things that you wish to receive within 365 days. On the left-hand side, what I would like for you to write are up to three things that you would like to let go. What we're going to be working with is using the right side and left side of the brain. So what we'll start off with is the definition, basic knowledge of what is the mind. What is the mind? The mind is individual consciousness, memory, or recollection. For those who are scholars in Aramaic, Arabic, or Hebrew, or Hebraic, Syrian, Chaldean, whatever word you like to use in this modern time, I would like to point you to the word lab, the word lab. In the mysteries of the Essenes, this word lab means the heart of the mind. In the heart of the mind, lab has two symbols. And those two symbols are, one, a staff, and two, which be which would be a house. You know, the Lamed and Beit. Lamed and Beit. This word means, my definition, the emotions of our inner being that leads the way forward or backwards in time. The chief emotional center, also known as the heart chakra, and I know, I know some people would say, well, you, we're talking about the mind, but then you visually, in your head, you look at a heart chakra and you're looking at the center of your body. We're going to touch that a little later on because always remember that the mind does not exist inside of the brain. Those are just used to give you a visual of levels of consciousness. But really we are interdimensional beings meaning that we are existing now, you're existing in the past, and you're also in the future. There is no time. Let's go to our next word, metaphysical. The American Heritage Dictionary, 1982, means based on speculative or abstract reasoning, immaterial, Incorporal, supernatural. The word speculate means to meditate on a given subject, to reflect, to revolve. For metaphysical, we have the word metaphysics. It is said that this name was given to the science by Aristotle or his followers who considered the science of natural bodies, physics, as the first in the order of studies and the science of the mind or intelligence to be the second, the science of principles and causes of all things existing 
I'll say that again, the science of principles and causes of all things existing. So that's material and immaterial. Hence the science of the mind or intelligence. This science comprehends ontology or the science which treats of the nature, essence, qualities, or attributes of being, cosmology. We talk about all these things. The science of the world, which treats of the nature and laws of matter and of motion. Anthroposophy, which treats of the power of man and the motions by which life is produced. Psychology, which treats of the intellectual soul. Pneumatology, which I know my brother, Dr. Lean, teaches about a lot when we talk about the breath. Or the science of spirits or angels. Metaphysical theology. So these divisions of the science of metaphysics, which prevailed in the ancient schools or the mystery schools, are now not much regarded. The natural division of things that exist is into body and mind, things material and immaterial. The former belong to physics, and the latter to the science of metaphysics. So I said all that to say that in our community, uh, we will find that many of us are uh, – Concentrated on science alone Which we get from the word gnosis Which means to observe And to take note The problem with that is Is that when we get into metaphysics We're dealing with the unseen world Sometimes And a lot of the times And when we're trying to um, Talk to other people About the things that We have the things that we have felt in meditation, vision, psychic power, people who only study science or what they can observe cannot relate to the things that you have experienced that can't be observed necessarily by other people. And even when it's caught on camera, some people still deny that it even happened. So What is the unseen world It's the interdimensional universe Of different vibrations of sound Color And the intelligence Expressed as ghosts Spirits Jinn Angels And ancestors We are interdimensional beings That are experiencing this life At a much slower vibration With limited natural vision and hearing until we learn how to control the pneumatic self, breath, and our psychological perceptions. So dealing with that, what I would like to really reiterate is how important this word that we use so many times in religious circles that the conscious community has forgotten about And I'm not talking dogma When I say this We're talking about How to use the mind To create And you cannot create Without imagination 
which a lot of us lack. So since we're talking about imagination and we're talking about things that happen to us that only we have seen, there's some of us that have seen our ancestors. There's some of us that have had supernatural or metaphysical experiences. There's some of us who have experienced uh, other things throughout our family that's been talked about for years that cannot be explained by science. This is what we call qualia. That is the definition, qualia, Q-U-A-L-I-A. And, yes, it is a scientific term. And this is taken from the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy. Qualia as a phenomenal character. Consider your visual experience as you stare at a bright turquoise color patch in a paint store. There is something it is like for you subjectively to undergo that experience. What it is like to undergo the experience is very different from what it is like for you to experience a dull brown color patch. This difference is a difference in what is often called phenomenal character. The phenomenal character of an experience is what it is like to subjectively undergo the experience. If you are told to focus your attention upon the phenomenal character of your experience, you will find that in doing so, you are aware of certain qualities. These qualities, ones that are accessible to you when you introspect and that together make up the phenomenal character of the experience, are sometimes called qualia. The Internet Encyclopedia of Psychology states, qualia are the subjective, qualitative properties of experience. And let me break that down just a little bit. It says the subjective qualitative properties of existence. This is the difference between the ancient mystics and the modern day scientists. Is that the ancient mystics and the priests of Kemet were able to have what is called a qualia experience. That's how we get the metaneter. When you look at the metanetta and you see what looks to be stories, we know that they're not stories, but they're science. So the question's got to be between Kemet and this ancient Sumerian uh, 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 pictograms and hieroglyphics, who was it that discovered that the soul could rest in the pineal gland? Somebody tell me that. Who was it that went into the ethers and into another dimension and found out that's what a soul was? That's just a question. Without a qualia experience, you can't get that knowledge. Without being interdimensional, you can't get that knowledge. We talk about it now because it's written in the walls. But what new knowledge can you get now? Without reading a book Because some knowledge Most real knowledge Most mystery knowledge That's the reason why it's called mystery You won't find in a book But then when we meet people Who say they've had these experiences In the psychic world 
We find it hard to believe that these things have actually either happened because we have been taught, which is also part of post-traumatic slavery syndrome, we have forgotten really how to think and how to imagine and to tap into that world. That is the purpose of meditation. They call it pseudoscience. Mm -hmm. They call it pseudo. We're going to get there. (laughs) I can tell. So, So to continue what this definition says from the Encyclopedia of Psychology, what it feels like experimentally to see a red rose is different from what it feels like to see a yellow rose. Likewise, for hearing a musical note played by a piano and hearing the same musical note played by a tuba. Now, this is another qualia experience. I can tell you that I heard the sound in a baritone frequency. Somebody can say they heard the sound in a soprano frequency. The question is, who was right? They both were right. Because perspective changes your experience. This is what science can't do. Science can't explain the human experience. It can only explain some of the things that go around the human experience, but it doesn't get inside the human experience. So the quality of these experiences are what gives each of them its characteristics, quote-unquote, feel, and also what distinguishes them from one another. Qualia have traditionally been thought to be intrinsic qualities of experience that are directly available to introspection, introspection, introspection. Meaning we have to learn how to go in, inside, inside the mind, using the third eye or the mind's eye, the eye that sees beyond the veil. And another thing that we need to add to that, is we are emotional beings, but for some reason during this day and time, we're taught not to be emotional. It's one thing that I can say about our brothers and sisters who are in the church, and I, and I use the church for this particular reason, is because one of the things that they've mastered is the heart chakra. Now, they're lacking in some other things, But one thing that they do use, and this is the reason why it is so, uh, 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 um, what's the word, Um, appealing to audiences, is because they're using feeling. They're using feeling. Many times that's what they appeal to all the time is how a person feels. But you need that in order to see the manifestation of your thoughts. Without feeling and knowing how to control feeling, which we call the uh, 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 the feminine energy, using feeling helps bring these things to pass, changing the way you think. This is what we call the placebo effect. 
And this is how belief and emotion changes biology. The National Center for Complementary Integrative Health states that the placebo effect is a beneficial health outcome resulting from a person's anticipation that an intervention, pill, procedure, or injection, for example, will help them. A clinician's style in interacting with patients also may bring about a positive, positive response that is independent, independent of any specific treatment. What is that saying? There was an experiment that they did years ago where they would give certain sick people a pill, and the sick people thought that the pill was actually medicine, when really it was just a sugar pill. They took the sugar pill believing that it would heal them, and guess what? They got healed. What type of science is that? That's the placebo effect. But some would say that's not science because the pill didn't do it. (laughs) Now, the next thing that I want to move on to is now that we have introduced what metaphysics is, what the mind is, the unseen world, which many call the spirit world, what quality it means, personal experience. Now I want to talk about something that hit a little closer to home because we're talking about psychic warfare defense. If you don't understand that the things that I began with matter, what I have to say coming up next might convince you a little bit. Um, When we're dealing with the unseen world, we're dealing with different energies. And these different energies are, quote-unquote, dark forces, entities, and spirits. And I can speak uh, from experiences. Again, qualia, (laughs) that there are forces that enter into our dimension that affect this whole world. And so when many people are talking about the Illuminati, I've got news for you that the Illuminati are not the humans that you're looking at. It is the force behind the people. We're dealing with forces. So, what I want to introduce is we're going to go through the different type of forces. Am I still clear? Oh, yeah. Loud and clear. All right. So we got, we're going to, we're going to begin with what is considered to be the dark forces. The dark forces are an elite group of dark and lower level entities and intelligence. Consciousness form, and by the way, this is coming from the Spiritual Clearing Institute by Peter Michael. I I, I scanned through this, and it was very well. It was written a little bit better than what I could articulate it, so we're borrowing it for the night. Okay, no problem. He wrote a book called The Spiritual Clearing Guide, a beginner's manual 
to dark forces, entities, and spirit possession. So we'll begin with uh, the dark forces. The dark forces are an elite group of dark and lower level entities, an intelligent and conscious form and a realm of existence. The dark forces are run by a leadership and a complex network of various types of beings which all work together and follow the same protocol, which is domination and the power over the human race. And in some instances, the demise of certain humans. Dark forces employ, if you will, certain beings such as what we would call demons to populate earth to intensify fear, dark power, and dominate light workers, which we are. The dark forces also exist as a consciousness formed outside of their dimension within the human race as fear and negative power. Fear and the byproducts of fear are the energetic resemblance and character of the entire dark force realm. Fear is ultimately the only thing that separates the human race from having a connection to the dark forces, as they use fear to control humans and keep them trapped within their dimension. I call that fake news. Fake news. This is what we're looking at on TV, yeah. which creates fear, which creates fear. And the words that we use, the words that we use are all spirit. That is, you know, we use the word spell, gospel, God spell, the good spell. And what do you have a book with words? Because it's words that create entities a lot of times. Most entities are created by words. Mm. And just to give you an example of that, um, years ago, years ago, over about over 20 years ago, I walked into a place which was demonically possessed. I mean, the place was demonically possessed. Mm. I saw shapeshifters in the wall. And mm. the man that was in the house told me. He said, look at my fingernails. He said, I bite my fingernails all the way down to the cuticle. How did I get these scratches on my back? Tell wow. me what type of science is this? And I have and I have two witnesses that were there. So that's the other thing. I wasn't there by myself. I have two witnesses that were there. He said, I need these spirits out. This is what happened. When we began to do our prayer and our ritual, out of nowhere, a screaming entity came out and flew around the house. This thing was real. This thing was real. My mother was there. My mother broke out in hives because she didn't think this type of thing happened, and she went to church all her life. So when we're talking about dealing with real entities and real dark forces, they exist. They exist. Which brings me to uh, uh, the next set of beings, which which are considered dark energy beings. They are demons or considered to be demons are the the major adversity 
Says demons are the major adversary on this planet in the game of entity attachment. They play one of the biggest parts in the battle of fear and love. Or I should say fear versus love. These are non-human dark energy beings that are tasked by the dark forces to attach to the human race and create Mm -hmm. as much misery, pain, and chaos as they can. Their work here on earth is to empower the dark forces through the manipulation, disempowerment, and destruction. They are made of either masses of dark souls that they have compressed together or whole non-human dark beings. There are also different classes, species, such as shape-shifting and lesser life forms. Shape-shifting giant life forms are able to move around the energy field freely and jumping in and out of this realm and into theirs. The lesser level are not as advanced as shapeshifters, but still possess a negative dark power and energy. Now, I'll pause on this and state the reason why meditation is important and the science of breath is important. To build your auric field. Many people have a weak auric field that it's so weak that whenever they go into society, the store, have you ever gone into a place and come back home and you're depressed for no reason? Drain. Or you just drive, or you just drive by somebody and all of a sudden you get angry and you're trying to figure out, I don't know, I don't know what came over me. <laughs> That's what came over you. <laughs> we don't realize how compressed these dimensions are. They're like stacks of paper. Peace to Dr. Blair. I just felt his spirit. Peace to Dr. Blair. I say. It says spirit entities, spirits of the deceased and poltergeists. These are human souls who at the time of death refused to cross over to the next world because they did not choose to cross over. They became stuck on earth as either whole souls or parts of souls, possibly forever. These earthbound spirits are then lost, lonely, and confused and are attracted to living humans to live from their energy and emotions and live through them. Let me give you another example of this. I don't know how many people uh, that's listening has had a out-of-body experience. Or astral project. Um, one of my experiences has been um, many times these people will contact me. And this has been, I think it's been a little bit over a year. And I was in my bed sleep. And I woke up in a dead man's body. He was laying on a gurney. Now, if you want to know somebody that was freaking out, I was conscious. I was conscious of where I was in the bed, and I was also conscious that I was also not here at the same time. I know that doesn't make any sense, 
but I was I was able to decipher that I was in two places at one time. But this man was dead, but yet he hasn't he didn't resurrect into his next life. He didn't cross over yet. He told me the person who killed him. Wow. And told me where he was and his name. So when we talk about the deceased spirits, these are real. These are the ones that you see in pictures that look like a, a, a apparition, that look like fog. I think, as a matter of fact, I think we saw one of these uh, 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 on your video. Right, right. These are people. These are people with either either messages they're trying to get in contact with somebody they don't want to leave. <laughs> Some of them don't even know that they are dead or out of the body. Sure they're indeed. still living in their house and trying to figure out why the people, other people living in the house, aren't communicating with them. This is deep, y'all. Hmm. See, the, the, the next one that you're probably familiar with, because you have people like uh, 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 Credo, Credo Moutois, and 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 uh, 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 what's his name, uh, David Icky. He loves he loves talking about these type of entities, and these are the reptilians <laughs> and the greys. Exactly. Now, the reptilians, the greys, the blues, and other dark ETs are in large leaders of dark forces and work hand-in-hand with the upper echelon of dark entities in existence. Dark ETs are ancient extraterrestrial beings who came to Earth to use the planet Earth, humans, and all the Earth's inhabitants as an energy source and power and form of power. They are the most problematic beings that exist. Many dark ETs are similar to angelic beings in terms of their understanding and consciousness of nature and reality. Hmm. Then we have lower-level entities born into human incarnation. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Admiral Byrd's story and his story of going to the center of uh, 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 the Earth from I think it was what is it North the North Pole? Yeah, from Antarctica. In Antarctica, and the beings that he saw. Yeah. You know they they, they took his they took just about his whole uh, uh, diary, yeah. and it's now being held. We don't even have that anymore. No. So, so we have so we have these incarnate, and and this is what I believe we're looking at who actually run the system. These incarnate lower level beings. It says some people at the time of their incarnation on this planet were born with a dark force entity attached to them or infused with their soul. We call this soul attachment. Sometimes we call this a fractured soul, okay? These demons become attached within the womb and at the exact moment of a new soul's arrival on earth. This is not a common phenomenon. It only happens with people who have had contracts with dark forces or unhealed, unfinished, unclear soul contracts from a past life. Right. Then we have what is called, I know this list is long, 
negative spirit guides. Negative spirit guides. Now, uh, this is one of the things that uh, get gets a little touchy because when we get into our indigenous work or our uh, our our indigenous and native uh, so-called spirituality. Sometimes we think we're talking to our ancestors. <laughs> I got news for you. Not all the time. Not all the right. time. Some of these, are, some of these are called, some of these are called clones. <laughs> They're called the clones. Clones is another entity type that says these are energetic, energetic replicas of your energy. Right. These are energetic, energetic replicas of your energy. So sometimes we get attachment uh, from beings that we think uh, that are our family members who have who have gone and come back to help us, and sometimes it's not because that door is, is bigger. This, that universe over on the other side is bigger than this one. That's one thing we have to keep in mind. And the last one uh, I think that I'm going to touch on, which affects most of us, most of us, almost every other day, and these are the energy vampires and the psychic vampires. Right. Energy vampires are people who have an internal disconnection to their personal power and soul. Let me me repeat that one. Energy vampires are people who have an internal disconnection to their personal power and soul. Think about that. That's right. Let's put it in layman's terms. People who don't know who they are. People who don't have knowledge of self. Have an internal disconnection to their personal power and soul Because people are disconnected from their light Then cannot or do not understand how to develop their own energy This causes people to go outside of themselves to get energy from other people People who are energy vampires develop reverse energy fields or aura which absorb and pull energy from everyone outside of themselves. Dark forces and demons can influence a person to become an energy vampire by gradually disconnecting them from their own soul. A person can still have many dark entities attached to him or her and not be an energy vampire. People truly become energy vampires by choice. It is not a disease or form of victimhood. It happens by never learning who you are or never building a connection with yourself internally. I think that's probably the most powerful thing I've said. Yeah. <laughs> People who can't get it for themselves. So they get it from you. <laughs> and uh, one thing that I have starred, um, we talk about one of the forces that we have to defend ourselves against, and this is one that is very rarely discussed. And I, I call this emotionally forced and unforced soul ties. Emotional forced and unforced soul ties. Usually caused by forced and unforced sexual contact. Soul ties are created through intense emotions of love, fear, attraction, 
or jealousy and envy. And understand this, y'all, physical contact is not always needed. Since we are spirit beings and we communicate with people, just like the computer is nothing but an imitation of the body and the mind. So when so when we're on social media, what a lot of people don't understand is when you can go into a social media page and feel like you just got drained. <laughs> That's because somebody was able to take your energy from way across the world. Physical contact is not needed. Signs of soul types are feeling drained while coming in contact with certain individuals in person or online. Impulsive and explosive emotions that occur from being separated from an individual due to sexual contact. Having consistent dreams of past partners after a significant time of being separated for at least six months. That's a sign of a soul type. That's another psychic attachment. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now I want to get into the remedies. Okay. Remedy. How how do we how do we how do we get rid of negative entities? How do we get rid of uh, attacks on our psyche? Because some people carry them all their lives, and they and they cause emotional disturbances. Emotional emotional disturbances. One of the simplest ways to get rid of demonic or psychic attachments that mean you no good is to fast. Ooh. It's to fast. That's one of the easiest ways. One of the easiest ways. And what I would like to explain about fasting, which I don't think uh, uh, um, it's been shared in too much detail metaphysically, is that really fasting is the practice of dying. And when, and when you're dealing with negative entities, they are surviving off of your energy. So whenever you feed yourself, whenever you drink water, you are sustaining yourself. The energy that you're able to keep and able to uh, uh, live with throughout the day, that's what these entities use to survive. That's why you always feel drained. You can get a whole lot of sleep, wake up, and still feel drained. You're dealing with these entities. Now, when fasting comes into play, what you're doing, one, you're dying to self. And your body knows that if you stop eating and if you do it long enough, you're going to cross over. You're going to cross over. So what happens is your auroric field at that point gets smaller. Your energy begins to lessen. When it begins to lessen, the entity attachment then leaves because it can't feed off of you. The longer you do this, 
the more permanent it is that those negative entities stay away from you. That's the reason why in the it, that's the reason why you always hear about a 21 day spiritual cleanse or a 21 day fast. So what so what you're doing is you are literally uh coming against your lower self and you are if you will putting handcuffs on it. You you're literally putting handcuffs on it. So what it does is it will put up a resistance in order to fight against unhealthy and out of control habits. So the more you deny your stomach, okay, when we start talking about getting to the solar plexus, which is where your creativity is, this is the reason why most of the time when people come out of fasting, they get all these ideas, because that's where your creativity comes from. So when you do this, the more self-control you will actually have and the less entity attachment uh, you will have to deal with. And so what you would do, you would do this in cycles. And a, and a good thing to do is probably every every five or six months do a 21-day fast. And what you would do is eat nothing but vegetables, fruit, no white sugar, no honey, no bread, and grains. You will also use an anointing oil. And it's made up of one-eighth cup of olive oil or base oil, four drops of basil oil, three drops of geranium oil, two drops of pine oil, and one drop of vertiver oil. And what you would do is you would anoint your head in the morning and right before bed. And if you are dealing with an attachment to a person, if you're dealing with anger issues, if you're dealing with hurt, what you will say is if anyone has wronged you, what you will say is the name of the person, I release you to the desires of your own heart and I forgive you. Now go in peace. You would do this while fasting for 21 days. And remember to let go of blame and accusation. Because this is a time for peace and healing. And I think my sister Kadira, I think she had recently wrote a book, um, Didn't You Queen, on the Psalms. Yeah. So if you feel attacked, depressed, or overstressed. Do that as well as say Psalms 91. For all releases, imagine what it's going to be like when change comes and hold on to this emotion for at least five minutes each day, preferably before bed. This is meditation time. If it is possible, have someone sit and meditate with you. Okay? And what I'd like to read, the power, when we start talking about meditation and uh, how powerful it is for spirit detachment, I want to read what happened at the First World Peace Experiment. I don't know how many people are familiar with that. It's called the First World Peace Experiment. This is the power of meditation. 
the first the first world experiment was done in uh, 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 for a ten week period in 1978. It was 1,400 specialist meditators known as the TM Siddhas. They were sent in various groups to five principal trouble spots around the world. The chosen areas were Nicaragua, Lebanon, Iran, Cambodia, and Zimbabwe. Unfortunately for the residents of these countries, they had become the focal point of global collective stress. Each one lay astride the fault lines between the two rival superpowers, the USA and the USSR. As a result, each of the countries suffered from political violence of some sort. Essentially, each country had become surrogate, fighting grounds in Cold War geopolitics. The objective of the First World Peace Project was to show that enhancing brave wave coherence in the local population by using groups of TMCs would create progress toward peace in these specific areas, improve peaceful cooperation at global level. Those were the two areas that they were trying to, to accomplish. The TMC has made no attempt to influence the situation through social, diplomatic, or political interaction. All they did, y'all, was meditate. Their influence spread directly from the enlivenment of collective consciousness precipitated by the daily meditation programs. As predicted, the results showed a reduction in violence, hostility, and there were particularly spectacular results in Rhodesia, where open warfare was underway, and after the arrival of the TMC to group war, deaths dropped by 81% from the baseline figure. Mm-hmm. That was the power of group meditation. You know that scripture in the Bible that says, when two or more come together in my name, as in touching? As in touching means meditation. That doesn't mean a physical touch. As in touching. That means my mind or your mind. One A chord. <laughs> that means we're operating on the same frequency. When we can do that, when we can do that, when we can come together just to meditate, I wonder how much we can change. Mm-hmm. I want to read this. It's called Filling. Filling. The language of sales. Feelings, the language of sales. We need to get in contact with our emotions, y'all. And don't be afraid to feel. Don't be afraid to love one another. Listen to this. This is coming from Dr. Bruce H. Lipton. Dr. Bruce H. Lipton. Um, for those who, who think this is pseudo, he is a... Um, he is a biologist. He's a stem cell biologist. Exactly. Listen to this. He says, uh, he says in um, in higher, more aware life form, the brain developed a specialization that enabled the whole community to tune into the status of its regulatory signals. The evolution of the limbic system provided a unique mechanism that converted the chemical communication signals into sensations 
that could be experienced by all of the cells in the community. Our conscious mind experiences these signals as emotions. The conscious mind not only reads the flow of the cellular coordinating signals that comprise the body's mind, it also generates emotions which are manifested through the control, release, and regulatory signals by the nervous system. Now, remember when I talked about in the beginning, I talked about the heart of the mind, and usually when we talk about the heart of the mind, we are talking about the heart chakra. And when we see the heart chakra, we look at where we normally see our heart, but that's just part of it. Listen to this. At the same time that I was studying the mechanics of the cell brain and gaining insight into the operation of the human brain, Dr. Candace Perk was studying the human, the human brain and becoming aware of the mechanics of the cell's brain. The molecules of emotion, which is the book she wrote, revealed how her study of information processing receptors on nerve cell membranes led her to discover that the same neural receptors, neural, we're talking about brain, neural receptors were present on most, if not all, of the body cells. So that's, so that's from your head to your toes. You have your cells have what is considered to be neural receptors. So in other words, your mind is working from your head to your toes. Each one of your cells is a representation of your mind, or each one of your cells includes your mind. That's right. And it says, her elegant experiment established that the mind was not focused in the head, but was distributed via signal molecules to the whole body. As importantly, her work emphasized that emotions were not only derived through a feedback of the body's environmental information through self-consciousness, the mind can use the brain to generate molecules of emotion. Remember, this is why emotion is important. We look, we look down at people who are over-emotional in our religious circles, but we need to have, learn to have a little bit more emotion. When we look at our brothers and sisters uh, uh, in Africa, and when we look at, uh, in particular, let's go, uh, let's go to uh, Haiti, and we think about the, uh, the services that they perform, which we call voodoo services, and we see that it looks like it is hyper-emotional. Emotional. That is energy. That is also called fervency. That is called the fire. That is called stirring up the gift. Is that you must bring emotion to your meditation. You must feel it. If you do not feel it and if you cannot imagine it, it won't work. You You need both of those things in order to keep negative energies off of you. Let me finish. Through self-consciousness, the mind can use the brain to generate molecules of emotion and override the system, and override the system. Here we go again, the placebo effect. While proper use of consciousness can bring health to an ailing body, inappropriate unconscious control of emotions can easily make a healthy body disease. Mm. Hmm. 
things that make you things that make you say, hmm. Okay. Disease of the mind. Unhealthy emotion. And that is the agenda of what we see on television. To get us to have a diseased mind, anger, and unhealthy emotion, which gives us what? Hypertension, you know, high blood pressure, heart disease. It might be funny that the same place where Alzheimer's takes effect was in the front cortex of the brain. They also say that that is the same place where faith and belief operate. How about that? That's just something to think about. So I'll pause right here. Doc, is there anything you want to say? Anything you want to bring? Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about um, Bruce Lipton. He's the one who brought what's called epigenetics to the forefront. We are the co-writers of our in other words, you can't disrupt our So that is something definitely to um, affect, you know, um, along with what you was talking about. That was brilliant what you just presented, I can, um everybody is loving it. Yes. Mm. You know what, deep guys? We get a lot of calls because of the incarnated art elementals um, where people are being possessed and they feel like they have um, – Entities attached to them. We get a lot of calls. You know, wow. they are acting wow. struggling with um, being demonically possessed. Just yesterday, I was building with a brother for the past two days. Um, I hope it's okay with sharing with his story. I won't give his name, but he said that he actually sees parasites like floating all around in his room. He said he woke straight up one day, and he's like, "Dog, I don't wake straight up." So he felt like that was odd. And then he said he was looking, and he got in focus. He could see that they were etheric, and they were, like, parasites. And I was like, why are they talking to you? Like, what are they doing? And um, he said they attached to the sandwich and on his back. And I asked him, do they hurt? He said, yeah. Um, but he said they're speaking, but he can't understand what they're saying. So we gave him mm-hmm. things to do, um, but he felt like they wouldn't work, so he didn't do them. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, this this is real. This is a real. I mean, it, it that world is just as is just as real as this world, and and really we are sitting in that world, and they are sitting in this world. <laughs> we just can't see it. Yeah, they exist simultaneously. Another sister, she said they will sit in her. Like if she's sitting down, they will sit in her, and they try to take her eyes. Now y'all know um, they were talking about how the um, morticians will actually take the organs off the body so that they can sell them and stuff like that, and the eyes is one of the things that they take. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Another brother, he was talking about because uh, I was telling him I was like, well, you from the information that I knew, another brother, he was saying that um, they um, they, they they make him touch it. And they make him touch yourself all the time. I'm telling her, Kim, that it comes through masturbation, you know, like constantly masturbating, wanting sexual stimulation. He was like, okay, that could be it, you know? 
Well, say that one more time, please. What's your perspective got on dementia? I, I really think that I really think that the that the word says it all. Dementia. <laughs> I, I, I do. The word says it all. I think that my perspective on that is I've seen it and experienced it through my loved ones. Is that they are trapped between two dimensions. They're on their way out. Mm-hmm. The same way that I feel about people who are who are diagnosed as clinically insane. And when we go and look at that word, what insane is, and we look at the, the, the etymology and break down the word dementia, that what you're doing is you're operating from the inside. It's an insane. It's inside sanity. And we know what sane means to be in your right mind. So a lot of people who are diagnosed as clinically insane, it's not that they are uh, not seeing things correctly. What they're doing, they are seeing things correctly. But they are operating in another dimension. I believe that dementia, though, and this is the funny thing about dementia, the studies have shown that when you play music that that person likes, guess what? Their memory comes back. True. So what does that say, again, about the emotions? Well, that makes, that makes sense because music is the only instrument in which that opens all areas in the brain. Yes. Constitution said, let's get it. And that's a great, 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 great answer. Okay. Um, Alexander said, um, demonic entities walk the earth. I seen something that walked the earth that was not a man. And I can see something too, Alexander. Covered up in like a trench coat and put on glasses and a hat and it just something right. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. I believe the more, and, and see, what we forget about is that our ancestors and ancestors, and not even going back 500 years ago, let's just go back 100 years ago, 80 years ago. Grandmama, big mama, great granddaddy, uncles, they had many stories to tell us about the unseen realm, about the spirit realm. One story that I would tell um, is, and I, w- I was telling uh, Dr. Lemus on, uh, via email, I think it was, um, my great aunt, this was back mm-hmm. in, I think, the 1940s, 1950s. Um, she was dating a guy that her father did not like. So, you know, like young ladies would do from time to time, she went missing. So he made a promise. He was asking everybody where she, where she, where that girl at. And he said, when she gets back, I'm going to switch her. Well, guess what? He actually transitioned before she got back. He made the transition before she got back. When she got back into the house, my grandparents, who were living across the street at the time, saw her running, screaming. They ran to the house, looked on the floor, and there were switches all over the floor. Paying that tail. He came up. back. <laughs> he came back. Your consciousness does not end with the body dropping to the ground. Right. We are spiritual beings. 
And there are many stories, I'm sure, that we've had about that, our communication with the spirit world. We just have to realize what is a, a, a healthy contact and an unhealthy contact and start building up our discernment in order to understand what type of frequencies we're dealing with. Okay, so we're talking about the importance of meditation and also group meditating. So if y'all got babies and youngins, the family, just like prayer keeps the family stronger, meditation will too. Y'all can begin to manifest things into your lives and also raise the consciousness of your family in the world. So we're talking about the importance of meditation. We're talking about the importance of emotions because, see, they've always been trying to stagnate the, the woman because they're talking about how she's emotional. And so they have placed, especially in the community, have placed negative vibration on being emotional. So I'm so glad that you were talking about the power of emotion because emotion is the energy in motion. It is what will make Energy and emotion. Is your, your prayer, it gives your meditation power. You know what I mean? Because you don't put some energy with it. It's like a catalyst. The emotions is the and that's the difference between those who have a soul and those who do not, such as psychopaths and sociopaths. They do not have souls. You know, we talk about any more of the population on planet Earth that have souls, you know, um, or does not have a good developed energy body or emotional body. So that's what we're looking at. So that's that is um, serious for those in which that the majority of us do have souls, you know, on planet Earth. And what we've seen is that oftentimes these soulless beings are the ones who strive to get into high positions in politics, yeah. in the music industry or entertainment industry, actors, so forth and so on. And they pride themselves into these positions. You know, in order to get into these positions, you know, we've seen um, entertainers through their family members. Yeah. To sacrifices, get, yeah. Right. You know, and they tell you that they sold their soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or crappy ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. You know, so, you know, this is what we're talking about here. This this is the, you know, when you say the negative Aspect. This is what we're talking about. Matt, how hilarious it is. Um, you start talking like this, the jacket for you. <laughs> True. Because most people are in that psych war, they the ones who didn't know not to be telling their family that they seen stuff. You know, but that's the problem. That's the proof that the, um, that the earth needs to raising vibrations. Well, if we are the oldest people on the planet, then we got to raise our vibrations first because melanated people and me to be like divine. We put a video up with a, a clear definition of a ghost. It was a ghost bug. And you, it was people. You could see the brick and, and through the whole video, but yet this bug is and people was like, oh, it's smoke. Um, some people was like, no, it's clearly not a ghost. Don't make no sense. You know, it just was so far fetched for them to even believe that even though they seen this see through bug, 
It, mm-hmm. I saw the antennas mm-hmm. like it was going like this. But even though it was see-through, they saw the brick on the other side of it. You could see the silhouette. And then also it came up as, uh, um, I don't want to say a puff of smoke, but it came up as like, what was it, like a cloud, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. They, they they clearly seen that it was a plasmic beam, but couldn't fathom. And that's the problem. We have got to raise our vibrations so that you don't have to be worrying about those straight gadgets because it's common for right. You know? Very common. Mm-hmm. Very common. Very common. Very, very common. Very. You know, and um <laughs> it's it's uh we we've 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 gotten to the place where um now because of the age that we're in now in Aquarius, well, people are gonna lose their minds because they're not ready to see these things that they're about to see. And right. we have uh, entered to the age where these things are going to be appearing. That that veil is that veil is being dropped. We we about to see straight into the fourth dimension. Exactly. So people who have not prepared their minds to the fact that this exists, you know, in the scripture where it says, "Man's heart shall fear for what they should see coming down upon the earth." Well, this is what is this is what those mystics were talking about. Is that yeah. in the time of Aquarius, when uh, when these things shall be unveiled masses of people who thought that the only thing that exists is right in front of your eyes won't yep. know how to take it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Don't lose your mind because we get a lot of calls of people losing their mind are almost about to. If you don't want to lose your mind, y'all, we got to get this thing together. The brother talked about essential oils. Um, we have um, a whole plethora of essential oils that we want to share. Um, it's ten of them for thirty um, dollars. They are essential oils. They are one hundred percent therapeutic, which means you could ingest them if need be. Um, but we need to get into that power because that is the essence of the plant. So God, they wanted you to give mm-hmm. your formula again, if you don't mind. Okay. This is the oil of. Uh, considered to be the oil of protection to keep negativity, negative spirits and entities away from you, and to to release those that are attached to you. This is your your base oil or your carrying oil is going to be one eighth cup of olive oil as your base oil, or any base. It might it can be coconut oil too. Um, four drops of basil oil. Mm. Three drops of geranium oil, G-E-R-A-N-I-U-M oil. Two drops of pine oil and one drop of vertebrate oil. Sometimes they say vertebrate oil, but it's spelled V. E R T I V is in Victor E R. Sometimes they have a T at the end. Powerful, powerful. Ooh, I'm just so excited about how we bringing this vibration, raising the vibration to the people. You know what I mean? Because it's needed. Yes. You know, anytime you leave a lecture. 
inspired. You should have something that you can apply in your life that's going to make you and your loved ones better. Period, point blank, because I'm tired of foolishness. I know we all are. I'm tired of always seeing a problem and never having a solution. And here goes solutions right here on this channel. It's the First World Order blog talk. We are here on Periscope at Asaru Alim El Bay. We also um right here on YouTube with the YouTube family. And then we also on Facebook as well. So I'm just excited. I'm just excited because I see at the horizon. I see the change for the better. And see, that's what you need. You need people that you that's gonna raise your vibration. You know? Yes. Right now I'm tired yes, of them yes. not respecting you know, I have a love for the gods. It's like the gods are so on point, you know what I mean? They're so intelligent and so knowledgeable. I know we can think our way out of the solution. This problem that we in as a people. Right? Don't y'all think we can think our way out of this? Yes. 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 Um, also, you, you reminded me something, too, about what you say, God? No, I just said we're already doing it. Exactly. You know, when we talk about the um, the group meditation is very, very, very powerful. It's probably one of the most powerful things that we could do as a people. The problem is it's hard to get our minds to come together. The power of vision. No. And uh, we, it's, well, well, I got a solution to that because we do it all the time. When people come together with the conferences and stuff, what you do is mm-hmm. you just focus on the breath. Eileen taught that. He said focus on the breath. So then we do the 636 six or the 717. Seven. So that's how you can get everybody's mind to come together, focus on the breath. Bright white and yellow. 
bright white and yellow. And if you have if you have trouble seeing color with your eyes closed, what I would suggest is getting a crayon, a magic marker, and making a circle and coloring it light yellow, real light, almost almost the color of a highlight marker. So now we're dealing with prana. We're dealing with the healing powers of the yellow. What we want to do is when if you are able to get someone to work with you, I call this meditation work. What you would do is you would exchange your sheet or let someone know what you feel comfortable with, either one out of the three or all three. You let someone see it and tell them, for instance, for instance, if the thing that you want to receive is a raise, the first thing you need to know is, how much of a raise do you want? Because one thing about meditation and bringing things manifest into this realm is that we really don't know what we want. So you don't know what to meditate on. Mm. We, do, we meditate on the word either abundance or meditate on the word of being prosperous but really have no definition of whatever that means. So I'm, I'm picking that because in our communities, most of our problems end up being financial. Let's just be straight up. It just ends up being financial. So if that I is one to... of them, if that is one of them, get a number in your head. Because what this practice is is you knowing how to use your intuition, knowing how to use your psychic mind. Get that number in your head. Get that number in your head. You need a dollar amount. Get a dollar amount in your head, Matthew. But you see, guys, do it. Put it in your head because we all finna draw it. And I always be like, uh, make it multiply, multiply by the billions because we need to think bigger, family. <laughs> we need to think bigger. We're thinking too. <laughs> you can everything you think and you can have it. Come on now. What you thinking? <laughs> so we're going to get that money. We're going to get that money in our head. Now, if you now I know I know that God can attest to this. Beside that, make sure you put the dollar sign. Because the dollar sign is the kundalini. The dollar sign is the kundalini. Especially with that the two. Is the two. Yeah. Your your spine and the S going through it. So what you want that what you want to happen? Again, you know I deal with a lot of scripture because that's what I was raised on. But as the scripture says, I want I wish that you prosper even as your soul prospers. So in other words, you will prosper when your mind prospers. That's really simply what they're saying. Wow, Prosperity that's in so mind. change your life. You'll prosper when your mind prospers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it changes thinking. And and meditate. So what we want to do is 
when we enter into the realm of silence and focus, if you have somebody that knows you and knows what you're going through, if they're even if they're at the point that they can meditate, if they're there, you know, if if they're there in their in their spiritual walk, they can help you with that. Or you can do it on your own. But what you want to do is while doing the breath, you can do the Buddha breath. You can do a cleansing breath. You you can do any type of breath that you feel comfortable with. What you need to focus on, how it feels at the present time to have it. Now we're going to use emotion. You got to use emotion. Emotion. Picture this. If you were going into a Hindu temple where they do a lot of kundalini work and meditation, you will see the people experience what is called kriyas, where the kundalini reaches the crown, and all of a sudden you look at people and they have these erratic movements. Well, before they get to that place, they're having a feeling of what we would call euphoria. They're happy. They're happy. They have joy. And that's one of the things they tell you. They just say, I just feel so happy. I just feel so happy. I don't know what it is. I just feel so happy. That is the energy that brings it. (laughs) That is the energy that brings it. So what we have to do, I know it's hard. These are hard things because we're living in conditions that are not conducive sometimes for us to to use our imagination or what is considered to be faith. But faith, what faith is, is imagination. It's being able to create in your mind what you want without actually having it in the physical. So all we're doing is crossing over into the other dimension and bringing it over. It's just real simple. Exactly. The quantum realm. So what we what we got to do is get in the practice of just meditating on that. Meditating on that. Put it somewhere where you can see it every day, 21 days. Put it where you can see it. If you got to put it in your car, if you got to put it on your computer screen, if you got to put it on uh, 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 suit, I don't know, the refrigerator, put it where you can see it. Because one thing, when you look at the word meditate, it means to revolve in the mind. If you don't see it enough, you can't make it real because everything is mine. That's what they told us, out of sight, out of mind. And the vision board. You got to see it. You got to see it. My little brother, you want- what he would do growing up is, you know, when we're growing up, you know, we everybody celebrated Christmas growing up. A lot of people did anyway. And what he would do, he would tell my mother, I want this, I want that. She'd be like, I don't have no money for that. This little kid would draw himself. With the item that he wanted, I guarantee this is not a lie, y'all. I'm telling the absolute truth. Now, he will put that on the refrigerator. He's six years old. He will put this on the refrigerator. 
And every time somebody came into the kitchen, everybody had to look at this drawing of him opening up a present, and there's his, let's, let's for instance, say G.I. Joe. <laughs> or there's, there's his remote control car. Or, 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 or there's his Nintendo at that time. You know, we're going back. <laughs> so I knew what condition we were in financially. Then, you know, I might be thinking in my mind, he ain't going to get that. You know what would happen? By the time, whether it was his birthday, whether it was Christmas, if my mother didn't get it, somebody else would get it. And this happened every single year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does he still do it? He, I don't know if he still does it or not. You know, I, have, I haven't really, I haven't really asked it. <laughs> you know what, God? I, I but, remember but, um, doing things because I remember, um, matter of fact, Eileen drew this house, and we were like the children in the neighborhood. We would write stuff. This one little girl drew her mama because she was tired of her. She drew her mama with a bag of money. And a man that um, had on a poofy looked like Eileen. And I, 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 I told my mama ain't going to get that brother. He was paid, too. Um, I was writing down numbers. And everybody got the number. It was 216. Oh, there was also a movie club where a little boy, he was um his, he was tired of his mama um being abused. So he had drawn the um her boyfriend. He was a monster. And when he realized when he balled up, the man was balling up, too. Cut your wig be pausing. Oh, um, I had to say one person feel like um, addiction has stagnated their life. I could agree with that mm-hmm. because sometimes in certain circles, it's like popular to to be addicted to something or addicted to stuff, and you just want it and ain't nothing getting done, and you know, it's living to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, where that point was brought up, because um, they feel like they were stagnated by that. Let me see. That's true. That's true. Okay. That's, that's, so, what can you do? You have, what wisdom do you have for addicts? Say that one more time. It broke up on my end. What wisdom do you have for people that are addicted? They have addiction. This is a good one. This is a good one. One of the things that is involved in addiction is habit. It's habit. Addiction, 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 addiction. We have what? The dictionary. Okay? Think about that. Think about that. We talked about the, we're talking about the power of meditation and words. Addiction. So that means to, to add on to the things that you say. To add on to the things that you say. In other words, but this add-on is unnecessary. It's an unnecessary add-on. So what mm. you have to do is you have to you have to go throughout the day and figure out which time is the most influential time for you to do whatever it is you're doing. It's habit. Addiction is based on habit. In order to change addictions, you got to change person. 
places, and things. Because one thing that people don't talk about is porn addiction. You're right. Most porn people, this, 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 is, this, is, this is the secret. This is the secret. This is the, this is the secret addiction. This is the secret addiction. Because it, did, because it is increasing the DMT in the brain. Wow. They said that that is more... That said that that is more addictive than crack, cocaine, and nobody is talking about it. Wow. I remember I had woke up early in the morning. My son was watching porn, so I had seen it. I was rubbing my eyes like, wait, wait. That was in my head. It was in my head for me. And I was What happens is the chemicals in the brain, see, when you're dealing with addiction, you're dealing with the chemical DMT. And dopamine, dopamine. So this is where we get the word dope from, because those things increase the chemical dopamine in the brain. True. So in mm. order to in order to reduce it, what we have to do is learn, which I'm sure you all have. We need number one because we're talking about holistic approach to taking care of <laughs> our problem. So number one, changing the place. And then what we got to do, because since we're dealing with a chemical reaction, we got to understand what herbs we need to take to replace the things that, we, that we're bringing into our body. Because right. I believe that there's an herbal supplement that can replace these things. Um, St. John's wort. St. John's wort is really, really good for helping with people with addiction. But also, mm, too, mm. I, we the elite. I feel like mind can do it. Just stop. A lot of people yeah. are doing stuff because they bored, and they just need to replace it with something productive. Reading a book, That's getting right. another degree, exercise. That's right. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you're not doing it no more because you ain't even thought about it. And change the people, change the places. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. This is this is exactly right. And and then oh, and, and understand. Hmm. I was gonna say that Sara says um, shuts down the third eye. Say that one more time. Wow. Look at you. So she said that porn shuts down the third eye, which makes sense because it would be an overcompensation for uh, opening of the root. Yeah, and it's overload. See, that's that's yeah, overload. Call, here we go. That's the negative and the positive. That's 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 emotional overload. Remember, cause we just talked about what what, what yeah, Bruce Lipton said. Can't do it, cause I was saying that then when you get into the bedroom with your mate, you're not you're not excited because you're just seeing all this stuff that that's a backflip on each other. It's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's emotion. It's, it's overloaded. It's overload. It's overloaded the senses, and what it does is it would desensitize a person to what is normal. Mm-hmm. And again, we're, we're talking about these these attachments too, because when we look at the root cause of any type of addiction, it's replacement. It's replacement. And what I what I have seen and studied is the uh, most addiction is a replacement for loneliness. Yeah, it's replacement yeah. for loneliness. And a and a, and a replacement. Of 
uh, what is so simple is true love. We got to deal with it. We got to deal with it. Mhm. Also, mineral deficiency—that's a good yeah. point. Confirm- confirmation. Iodine fluoride. We are big right. mineral and magnesium and vitamin D. So yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, <laughs> everything in moderation. He's like, I ain't going to stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <for> you. Um, <laughs> okay. okay, we have a question. My brother said, is fasting over 21 days any more effective than doing it more or less? And if yes, um, what increment do you think is best? Well, what's funny about that is science has proven that it takes 21 days to break a habit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, right. so even when we're talking about, and, and, you know, two and one is what? Three. So we, we're talking about the perfect trinity within the body. So 21 days, and really, you can break that down into seven. Some people it might only take seven. Some people it might only take three. But when you're going through when you're going through twenty one days, one thing you need to think about is again, since we're dealing with emotion, we're dealing with we're dealing with the what we consider to be feminine energy. We're also dealing with the lunar energy. We're also dealing with the lunar energy. And so when, we, when we're dealing with the lunar energy and you're dealing with the lunar calendar and the solar calendar, 21 is a, is a really, that's a perfect number. That's a really another cycle. So somehow we got we to gotta get into a complete cycle. Because what I've noticed personally in my life is that you can go, what happened is you can go 14 days. You can go two, two straight weeks of good habits, right? And it's normally that next week, you're able to go, you're able to continue without fasting for a week, and then about a week later, you're back to the old habit. So that's the reason why science says, study says it takes 21 days to break a habit. That's all I can say, mm-hmm. you know. And that's good that these addictions are stagnating. You know, and um, they get me solutions. Roger, that shit up your body on the 33. Okay. Roger, that said, y'all, possible with scoliosis, slight scurvy from curving my lower back. But one of my hips is slightly higher than the other, and I tend to have aches in my sacrum bone from time to time. Um, These essential oils with the um with the carrier oils, I said, I'm talking about you Great seed you can use cocoa, you can use um, olive oil because these are all vibrational oil. Um, you would um, put your use them as a and then you can also have it rub down your spine too by your mate, um, or, or as far as you can reach. Also, um, a lot of these foods, a lot of especially the sugars and stuff like that, that also affects the bone. As you get older, um, bring the pasta into the sugar. So it's a 
like since there's too much um, glucose in your system, which is deteriorating from um, What's your about solution with polio? Come on, y'all. What's some solutions to scoliosis? <clears throat> um, comfrey. Oh, yes, comfrey, yes. Comfrey alfalfa um, can be used. Comfrey is really, really good. Comfrey will repair the bone. Also, Iris Moss is really, really good, too. Um, honestly, I like the raw Iris Moss where you can um, wash it real good and get the sand off of it. Um, or you could also wash it and get that salt off too, and then um, low boil it with flat seeds. Well, I like to put the flat seeds in it afterwards because it's going to dissolve like um, overcooked noodles, mm-hmm. and it's going to dissolve. And then um, you can put it in the refrigerator and let it cool. Then it turns into like a jelly, and then you could put a scoop of that in your smoothies or whatever you're preparing. Whatever you're preparing, it'll cook down, and it helps make, make a thickening agent. They used to use that um, for thickening gravy and jello, jello and stuff like that. So um, that also helps to um, strengthen your bone. Yeah, I receive moss. It takes about 30 days for the people who are not as sensitive to feel the effect, but it really, really does. I know it worked on me. Right, and of course, <clears throat> excuse me. Of course, um, Irisimos is one of the um, major herbs on which that Dr. Sadie used. Um, so, I'm definitely using it. You can also get the powder form in which that tastes kind of salty. Um, but like my wife said, I prefer the one in which that you can wash, and then um, it, it forms like a gelatin or gel in which that you can just uh, put this in your smoothies and, and, matter of fact, anything in which that you eat. Oh, but we did taste the powder one day, and a sister had made a sea moss delight, and it was um she had put almond milk in it, the, uh, the sea moss powder, um, and then everything like um, cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, ginger. She put all of that in there, and it was good. And fennel too. Mm. But how much around that? Have what you think, God? You have you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, Isaiah said stretching. Mhm. Mhm. I was I was gonna say yoga. Mhm. Right. A little bit yoga. of light, light, light yoga work. Yeah. Light yoga work. And drink a lot of fluids before you do it, cause you don't be popping nothing out of place. Drink a lot of fluids. Make sure you are um, hydrated in your um, spine, cause your spine is eighty percent water and your brain is ninety. So you want to make sure you have enough water in you. Um. Somebody said. What what's good for shingles? Well, of course, shingles is the outgrowth of chicken pox. So if you had chicken pox as a child, then you still have the chicken pox virus inside of you, according to science uh, and doctors, and which that later on can emerge as shingles. So the same thing that you needed for chicken pox is the same thing that you need for shingles. So what would that be? Mm. Burn. All right. Okay. Right, say that again, God. I, you broke up when you said that. Say that again. Right, shingles, right. Um, what you would need, because shingles is nothing more than an outgrowth of smallpox, I mean chickenpox. So if you had chickenpox as a child, then you can develop later on shingles. And so the same thing that's good for chickenpox is good for shingles, which is the herb burdock. 
Red Clover. Okay. Um, Yellow Dock. Golden Seal. Chapel Rail. All of these things are excellent. Also, because they um, clean the blood. Right. Cleanse, these are blood cleansers. All right. Mm-hmm. Partiaco. These are herbs that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, um, somebody was saying echinacea. I know that the echinacea works good with people who have an A blood type and right. um, B, but it never works with me. I'm O. It never works with me. Sarsaparilla is so delicious and it's so good for us. Foti, yeah, Foti is good. Right. Foti actually grows like a man and a woman underground, holding hands and stuff. You can see the whole body, the balance, mm-hmm. everything under the ground. Somebody said um, they appreciate that. They appreciate that right. a lot. Yeah, high doses of garlic is mm-hmm. Um, Brother Uel, um broke that down. That, broke that down. Um, also, the cinnamon is good for those who have diabetes. Um, high doses. Mm. What is also the um, what else here? I had chicken pox as a child too, right. and we just we didn't know the cure. We just was don't itch. They was like don't itch, but you was itching so bad. Right, everything starts with <laughs> your digestive system. So if you cleanse out your digestive system, then you can heal anything. And simply yeah. um, by uh, fasting and taking um, removal herbs such as Casa Grata, um, such as um, Senna. Oh, yeah. You know, Cinnamon mm-hmm. 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 will get it out of you. Um, psyllium husk, marshmallow root, yeah. slippery elm. Yeah. These are the herbs that you need to cleanse out your digestive system. Um, these are, and also iris sea moss. These are this mucilage, um, mucilage, um herbs. Okra. Mm-hmm. Right, okra. These are the herbs in which that are slimy, you know, as you drink them down. But they move everything and scrub those walls and get everything out that is needed. Also, that slippery elm will heal your um your throat from the constantly smoking and stuff like that. That's good too for that. That's excellent with the mullet mm-hmm. and the marshmallow root. What's a good antifungal? Try to stay away from um mushrooms and stuff and like braids. that. And braids. Tea tree oil, on right. point, guy, yes. Tea tree oil is excellent for antifungal. Um, 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 Curriculum. We just found out about that one last year, and we love right. it. Curriculum. They said that's the most powerful. Right. One of the most powerful, exactly. Um, what else? Um, frankincense yeah. is an antifungal. Um, now, herbally, because those are essential oils that we just made mention of. Now, herbally. Um, garlic. All right. Mm. Um, back a bit happy about the garlic, but uh, I can tell you, garlic. Garlic works for us, y'all. Yeah, I think it's works. blood tight. It depends because certain right. foods could be poisonous, like breads and pastas and stuff like that. That is poisonous to blood O type. You might as well eat meat. But blood A and blood B, they good with it. They can eat bread and be just as skinny. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. something to is for. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, it says for heart, gums, and soft tissue. Oh yeah. Um, Arjuna. 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 
is good for the heart, gums, and soft tissues. All right, Brother UL, um, dropping that science on that one. I like turmeric too, but guess what? There's a video on YouTube that talked about they had recall tons and tons, thousands of tons of turmeric. Um, and most of what they was recalling was stuff that said Caribbean, Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, wow. that's messed up. Yeah, because it was um, contaminated. <laughs> they had contaminated yeah, with lead. So make sure it's say organic and get it from the cracker store. Cause, damn. As long as we not um, right. getting okay. our stuff together, <laughs> that's what we're going to have. Right. That's the Chinese. It's the Chinese. They're acting up. Yeah. And see, they also be selling that plastic rice to the Jamaicans. Because um, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, your digestive system acting up and, and all of that is because you didn't ate something that won't food. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you can get it from us. You you hear it from us. Yeah. the reason why we know so much. Um, DrAlimElbay.com, or you can go to AncestralTees, with an S, dot com, or without, we got all of them, AncestralTees, AncestralTees.com, Cultural-Freedom.com, and DrAlimElbay.com. They're all going to take you right over to where we build in. Also, I just want to say thank y'all so much for your listening ear. Um, hopefully, these solutions will help to change your um, your life for the better. Um, and also, too, I know that if you super chat for stuff like that, well, definitely help us buy this refrigerator, y'all. This refrigerator is $1,600. It's a commercial refrigerator, and it was approved by, um, what's her name? What is she? You know how you have to get people that come in? And they, yeah, an inspector. It was improved, improved, approved by her. So I'm just so grateful for y'all support, y'all. We definitely build with every dime. And um, soon as we open up, which is very soon here, within the next month or so, um, we will give everybody a tour and invite everybody out for the grand opening. Yes. So just stay tuned for that. Yes, yeah, because we're going to have banquets all the time for those who are in Ikram, which is the Indigenous Cosmic Golden Ray Order much as today, because the place is huge. It's 5,000 square feet. And then we also going to have um, our conferences there. Um, so we're going we're gonna to invite y'all a lot out, even more. Prayerfully, eight conferences a day like we used to. I'm mm-hmm. in a year, eight conferences a year, like we used to. Oh, yeah, thanks for answering. This is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. Um, I need a whole body detox. A lot of people do. Um, if you clean out your car, you clean out your house, you clean out the bathtub, but we need to make sure we clean out ourselves. <laughs> so I said I love mushrooms. <laughs> In general, I like mushrooms too. But what you about to say, God? Doctor D, Doctor Derek? Oh, oh, nothing. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the info too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Roll with people who can add on, okay? Because you show add on today. I'm gonna go back and listen because I was trying to. Make sure that behind the scenes, even though I'm in front of the scenes, was on point. I don't think we went live on um, on Instagram, which I didn't even know was Periscope. Um, so, but next time we will. Um, let me see. Let me see if there's some questions on on Facebook. Somebody said they take an Epsom salt bath. If you got high blood pressure, don't do that. Um, 
Somebody said, don't buy this from the Chinese. I know we need to be making sure we buy it from ourselves. Somebody said, I use Melaleuca. Somebody said, um, fasten at three. They like to fast at three because that's a powerful number. It's action in Trinity. Um, now, these parasites in the body is serious. They really are. Yeah, well, what's good for parasites is um, black walnut, wormwood, and cloves and garlic. Those four in conjunction with um, each other will not further um, parasites and worms out your body. And you don't want no worms and parasites in your body because they make you think things. They make you get up out your bed after you've gotten your bed to go get candy and sweets and stuff. They control your thoughts. That's symbolic to the garden, um, to the serpent in the Garden of Eden. The snake that was speaking, that's symbolic to the parasites, y'all. They've been around for a century. Eons, they are genius. They'll make you cough so you can move them around in your body to different areas because they get populated. So that's like an elevator. They're genius. Um, uh, Derek, I want you, Dr. Derek, um, I want you to give your information. I didn't put your telephone number on the flyer. Is it okay to do your telephone number? That's fine. Uh, that is that is absolutely fine. Okay, okay, because God, I'm telling you, you done created a fan base, God, up in him. I'm telling you, and for you worthy to be um, amongst the people. Okay, so Dr. D's number is 1-336-8400. Five three four four. Again, that's one three three six eight four zero five three four four. Okay. Also, too, we're gonna have a coupon code on our website for the essential oils, um, and it's gonna be Doctor D. Okay. So um, you'll be able to save ten um, percent um, because you heard this broadcast from Doctor D. Um, does chaga mushrooms cleanse? Yes. And um, chaga. Um, Y'all know chaga is a mushroom on the birch tree, and it actually looks like a sore. You remember back in the day when we used to fall and hurt ourselves? Yeah. And it looked, it looked like a scale on the tree, and it actually kills the birch tree after two to four years, but you just, it, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really, really good. Somebody said they're trying out a new olive oil. You gotta be careful with olive oil. I've been watching some videos on it. They've been um yeah, they have fake fake um, olive oil. That's why it's so cheap. That big old gallon, that big old five gallon that's four dollars. <laughs> Good stuff is um eleven dollars and it's um four ounces. It's on like seven to eight ounces. So get the good stuff, y'all. Y'all worth it. Y'all worth it. And it says that it's organic. And no GMO. Right. Um y'all Eileen ready to go, but let me um just let me just take some more comments and questions. Is about to go off. My computer's about to go do this. Oh, yes, computer's about to go do this. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we had a great time with y'all. Thank y'all so much for the super chat. Thank y'all so much. 
Um, we just want to say our um our peace, our affirmation for those of y'all who know it, say it with us. Now for days and weeks and months to come, we are moving towards our cherished goals of health, wealth, knowledge of ourselves, enlightenment, happiness, and full contentment. Endeavor in which we involve is bringing increasing rewards. We have so much joy and abundance that we're able to share with those that are sincere along the way. Closer and closer to the oneness of God and goddess and a full release of our inner higher self. Ashe. Ashe. Thank y'all too, Pete. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Derek. PhD, the doc is on the air and he's done his thing, y'all. If this was a clapping audience, we would have to be standing up and giving him a standing (laughs) 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 Um, ovation. Many thanks. Many thanks. No doubt. No doubt. Great job, Doc. Great job. Thank you. Yeah, don't put in the tissue container. Okay, I just got off all the um, live. The live stream. God, that was beautiful, brother. Um, okay, so you'll be able to go back and watch the comments and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. We're still on blog talk. Hold on. We'll hang up and call you back. Okay. This is the after show. <laughs>